1: Andy Jacob here with the .com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. We have maybe one of the most special shows that we've had on the series in a long time. You know, we're called the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, but we invited three main people from the Singleton Foundation at singletonfoundation.org. And when you talk about entrepreneurship, they're right in the middle of it. They are incredible with what they do. They really teach entrepreneurship to the world through their digital channel. They have a free digital channel. We've got Michelle Miles on the show, Noah Hoffman and Ryan Groves. And it's just a delight to have so many people on the show at one time from probably the preeminent organization teaching entrepreneurship to Gen Z and millennials. Shelly, let me start with you you're the CEO of the foundation thank you so much for coming on the show today
2: well thank you so much for having us Andy it's really a pleasure to be here
1: Shelly, this is super cool to have you on the show I'm going to stay with you before we talk to Ryan and Noah a little bit but let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet Shelly, and tell us what the Singleton Foundation is all about
2: Happy to share. So we're the Singleton Foundation for Financial Literacy and Entrepreneurship, and we're a nonprofit, and we are focused on inspiring entrepreneurship and bringing people the financial skills they need to plan their futures with confidence. Um, so we we want everybody to have the opportunity to really be the CEO of their own life and to be able to think of their lives as a as a business so in terms of being able to have the critical financial competence that they need to have to make smart decisions and also how do they take charge and live the life that they want as part of their community
1: Shelly, that makes all the sense in the world and when I saw what you were doing at the Singleton Foundation I said to myself man I wish I had this when I was a young man I mean I cannot believe the types of programs that you offer on your free digital channel. It's very exciting and you're really making a tremendous impact in the world today. So I wanted to congratulate you for being the CEO of such a fine organization, Shelly. Thank you so
2: much, Andy. It is the honor of my life to get to work in this field.
1: This is super cool. Now I wanna move over to Ryan. Ryan Groves is the head of entrepreneurship. He has the moniker of entrepreneurship in his title. And the Singleton Foundation is about financial literacy and entrepreneurship. So Ryan, how do you fit into the whole program? Because being the head of entrepreneurship for the foundation, that's all about entrepreneurship. That's a very important title you have.
3: Uh, absolutely. So and with entrepreneurship, often people hear that and they think, oh, well, well, that's not me. I would never start a company or that's not my skill set. And we firmly believe entrepreneurship is for everyone because at the core, it's about solving problems and creating value, just as financial literacy is about managing the value that you create. So like Shelly said, this is all about taking ownership. It's all about that change of narrative, that change the way that we look at the world and we share it together. So through all the work that we do, we're always really, really excited with everybody to be able to say, this is for you. You can apply this your life, wherever you're at, and the changes will be incredible.
1: I love it. I love it so much, Ryan. And we're going to get into it deeper. I've slotted enough time for all of us to talk and do a deep dive on this because I was so excited about this show. And of course, we have Noah Hoffman on the show. And Noah is the host of a show called Making Lemonade. And you know, you make lemonade out of lemons, and she really is the expert in, in the financial component of what's happening at Singleton Foundation. So, Noah, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
1: Now, Noah, you're a financial expert. How did you become a financial expert?
0: Yeah, so I I actually started off a long time ago. It's a, It's been 10 years now, but I actually had no financial education, much like a lot of people in this country. Um, and so when I started, I started off as a financial advisor um, and qu- very quickly I saw um, a, a problem in, in that I was giving advice without actually even having the background myself. And so I went and got my, that pursued me to go get my uh, certified financial planning certificate and take um, more uh, personal finance classes. Um, and ever since I've just been very passionate about uh, making financial advice more accessible to everyone.
1: Well, you do an amazing job. We're going to talk about some of the shows that you have, but I want to go back to Shelly because Shelly, as the CEO of, of the Singleton Foundation, something that's very interesting is that, you know, you talk the talk and you walk the walk. And the reason I say that is you have an amazing entrepreneurial background. Of course, you know, you've, you've uh, been a leader in growth and development in the entertainment and technology space. You worked at walt disney company uh you were one of the founders and by the way my hat's off to you on this one for being one of the founders of the ronald mcdonald house in pasadena and you've you've really been embroiled uh in a positive way in entrepreneurship shelly so let's talk about that what about your entrepreneurial journey got you sort of ready to become the ceo of the singleton foundation
2: you know andy that's a really interesting question because it was In some ways it's a chaotic background, but every experience I had added to another. So I started my career actually as a CPA, a certified public accountant, and quickly found that I loved the business side and looking forward more than I liked the way accountants looked and looked kind of backwards, keeping track of things. And having had the opportunity to start the software game business at the Disney company, um, I, I really loved entertainment and came to see that entertainment touches our hearts and our minds in a way that other medium don't and allows us to tell stories um, and engage people. Then with the Ronald McDonald House, that came about because I had my daughter was sick and while she was in the hospital, I had the opportunity to stay at a Ronald McDonald House and really became interested in nonprofit work and being able to dedicate my time to things that helped people and made a difference in the world. So the three things really came together when I was invited to join the Singleton Foundation because we wanted to solve the problems of financial illiteracy and and the decline in entrepreneurship which provides so many of the jobs in this country all come from new businesses and young companies and really find a way to um, meet the Singleton's vision of making this accessible to everyone. And we came to the idea that one of the ways to make this topic accessible to people was to make it really interesting and engaging. And it is already interesting and engaging. You think about it, money touches every part of our lives. It has to do with our, our overall well being, it affects our health, it affects our relationships. But if only people could see that, because a lot of times when you say, well, we're gonna talk about money um, or finances, you can sometimes see people's eyes glaze over if it's not their main interest. So we were searching for a way to bring this to life for people and make people say, oh, that's important, I wanna do it and I care. And it matters to me, my family and my community.
1: I love it. And you have such great people on your team. And as as we know from the Entrepreneur Spotlight series, being a great entrepreneur means building a great team. And that's what you've been able to do, Shelly. So speaking of the great team, let's bounce over to Ryan for a minute. Ryan, you've been called the eternal optimist. I love that very much. And you have this talking point, this thing that you say, and this thing that sort of resonates all the way around entrepreneurship that you say everyone is an entrepreneur. So let's talk about that a little bit. What do you mean by that exactly? So
3: what we mean, we say everyone is an entrepreneur. It's that everybody needs that entrepreneurial spirit, that entrepreneurial mindset. It's understanding that uh, this mentality of when we meet a challenge, we can respond to that with creativity. Um, if we, and if we do that together, the ingenuity, uh, the ingenuity, the engine of innovation that can come out of that, that that's how we address not just large societal problems, but even just have the freedom and fulfillment in our own life uh, to do something incredible. So at the foundation, uh, we're constantly saying, you know, entrepreneurship isn't just um, st- starting a business. Uh, it's its funny, it's, a, it's an old 17th century word uh, that means to undertake. And I kind of think that's a better way of doing things because it's saying like, let's look at the world a little bit differently. Let's, let's look at these challenges that we face as opportunities. And if we can help everybody do that, that changes people's lives, that changes our businesses, that changes uh, the solutions that we have to the problems we face. So we're all about finding out ways to unlock that entrepreneurial capacity, that innovative capacity that each person have uh, has to respond to the challenges they face creatively.
1: I love that Ryan so much and you know we're very blessed here at the dot-com magazine to speak to so many Super high-profile entrepreneurs throughout the world. You know, we we speak to Inc. Five Thousand Company CEOs and founders. Inc. Five Hundred. We have some public companies uh, CEOs that we've spoken with, and we were actually uh, have on the slate to speak to some Fortune One Thousand company founder and CEOs. And one thing that's very interesting, Ryan, is that you and I both believe that entrepreneurship can be learned. And that's one of the things that the Singleton Foundation really believes in. And that's really one of your core, core beliefs. So let's talk about that a little bit from Ryan Groves' perspective.
3: Yeah, so entrepreneurship can absolutely be learned. It really is about taking this huge thing. Yes, there's a, a million gazillion endpoints, a million things you could go do with this. But at the core, we can break this down to small steps where if we get you on these foundational things it's about creating a little ship, the rudder of a ship. If you change it just a bit, a five degree change puts you on a different continent. So it's about giving people those tools, that foundation. So we break that down for us. Uh, we have seven tenets. Um, ideation, starting with an idea. Community, connecting it to people. Making a plan, actually building something. Understanding the value and the cost you know, and, and the value of what you're creating uh, and then being able to communicate that value, you know, marketing sales, and finally forget how you deliver, how do you grow? So through these seven quick steps, we're able to give people no matter where they are, where they're at an introduction to, Hey, here's a few plays that you can put into your own life and your own ideas, take these and who knows where you'll go, but we're going to give you the foundation thing, the foundational elements that you need to take the next right step.
1: I love it, and something that's very interesting is the name is the Singleton, Found- the Singleton Foundation, and you're talking about the foundations of entrepreneurship. So it actually works both ways that you're a foundation, but you also teach a foundation to entrepreneurs. I love it very much. That's awesome. Now Noah, Noah Hoffman, let's get to Noah for a minute because you have some incredible free digital channels. Uh, great names. I mean, one of them is called Milk Money, and it's the price of parenthood. And uh, it's it's really about getting real about millennial families and and how to raise kids in a very, very difficult economy. And I know you've got your footprint in, in many of the free digital channels. So tell us about the digital channels and how it all works for the people coming on this free platform that you offer.
0: Yeah, so Million Stories is our um, entertainment channel, and it's where we are. We we really are taking the different approach to financial literacy. So Milk Money is just one of our shows where we highlight, like you said, the price of parenthood and how much it costs to to be a parent. Um, especially, you know, our audience are millennials. They are becoming parents, and so we really wanted to just share these stories so that. I think stories just involve us in a, in a personal and emotional way that facts and numbers don't always do when it comes to financial literacy, and so that that is really the goal of Million Stories is to tell these stories and have people relate to the stories, and then from there you can go to a section called Dive Deeper, where then you can learn um, financial literacy topics through uh, little micro learnings um, on a, on a, our platform, and so. First, we engage them with a really, really good story, and then we um, send them and um, give them the resources that they need to dive deeper into financial literacy.
1: I love it. I love it. It's so interesting. I'm going to bounce back to Ryan for a minute, because there's a show on the platform called Faceplant. And I love the name of that show. You know, Shelly is, 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 I'm sure just loving the name of it as well. And it's really about entrepreneurs or true life stories of people that take a face plant. And we all do it once in a while. There's no entrepreneurs that, that have a perfect life and don't make a face plant once in a while. So, so Ryan, from your perspective, what can entrepreneurs or people watching the show learn from the face plant stories that you have on the platform?
3: What people can learn when you hit that moment of catastrophe, of, of rock bottom, there is a, a perspective there. Yes, a, a resiliency, a sense of character that, that's, that's formed there unlike anywhere else, but there's a perspective. Um, G.K. Chesterton used to say that, you know, one sees uh, great things from the valley and only small things from the mountaintop. So when we have a face paint, when we have this big challenge, you have an um, opportunity to, to reset. You have a contrast to say okay so what went wrong in my life uh what broke down what were really the core problems now how can i apply myself to them and andy like you said like it, it's going to come for all of us whether we're a fortune 1000 ceo or an elementary school teacher uh all of us will have that moment in our own lives and when we meet that moment if we are set up to say How do we respond to these challenges with creativity? If We know the steps to say, okay, well, let's break this down. Here's where I'm at. Here's what went wrong. I'm able to observe. I'm able to know. I'm able to take uh, the information that's been given to me and apply myself to it. I at least have the hope and the mindset of being able to do that. Uh, That's that entrepreneurial spirit. That's that drive. Uh, that really sets people's lives uh, apart. So with the faceplant series, it's it's excellent. You have all these wonderful people. Some of them are fantastic CEOs. Some of them are teachers. And it's about how do they apply their creative resources, their know-how, yes, their resiliency. But it took that that moment of pause, that moment of observation, and the application of themselves. Ah, uh, to that challenge to get to their next step. So, like, like with, uh, you know, with Noah has her making lemonade series. It's it's a wonderful anecdote, you know, to make make lemonade out of lemons, out of the sour things that life gives us. But therein is a contrast. Um, so, I those moments it. of contrast t- tell us where to go next.
1: I love it. And in, yeah. in most entrepreneurs' cases, including mine, it shouldn't be called faceplant. It could be called double faceplant, triple faceplant, quadruple faceplant. Multiple face plants to get where you're going, and the entrepreneurs watching the show know that uh, very much. Shelley, let's 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 bounce back to you again. I know you're probably watching, very proud of uh, the way Ryan and Noah are talking about what they do at the foundation. But something that's very important in entrepreneurship, as you know, Shelley, is you know when you work with the team, it's very nice to have compassion and and empathy and understanding for what's going on in your team's lives, so that you can be a great leader. And and something that came to mind when when we spoke about the uh, the Ronald McDonald House, I would imagine that that taught you something very valuable. I, I think you mentioned you you had a child perhaps that was at the Ronald McDonald House, and then uh, you helped uh, basically, I guess, um, really started or, or, or serve on the board, if you will, of the Ronald McDonald House. So what did that experience teach you about how to be a great leader at the Singleton Foundation?
2: One of the many things I learned there, because I was part of, part of a team, you know, I was the one that said the idea out loud, but it was a group of people that came together. Um, Everyone was better than the next and everyone brought their top game and their skill sets. And one of the things that we've been very fortunate about at the Singleton Foundation is we've been able to bring together a group of professionals in the entertainment industry, in education, in finance, in technology, uh, to create a fantastic group of people who all care deeply about this cause and care about solving the problems. And they've been able to attract other great people and it's brought in celebrities and influencers. And so we've, you know, I bring in great people and really try hard to get out of their way. (laughs)
1: I love it. And that makes all the sense in the world. And we do hear that from great leaders and great entrepreneurs. And Shelley, I know that you're very passionate about this because we know that entrepreneurship has to have a place in the future. There's some statistics that are startling about what's happening with the number of jobs uh, created by companies less than five years old and whether entrepreneurship is actually up or down. But you know, and I know that supporting entrepreneurship is really vital to the success and well-being, not only of our country, but our individual neighborhoods as well. So maybe you could touch on that.
2: So a lot of people, when they think about entrepreneurs, they think about the big companies, the tech companies, the Apples, the Googles, the places that are VC financed and um the statistic of VC-backed companies is very, very tiny. The majority of companies are family businesses, the businesses in your neighborhood. And as your neighborhood is healthy and successful and people are working and engaged together, creating business together, this is how we have healthy, vibrant, robust communities. You start multiplying that across the state and across the country. And and you get an idea of not only the financial health of the communities, but look at all the problems that are being solved. Every one of those companies, somebody saw something that they wanted to change or make better. Um, And then, of course, as all that happens, the schools grow. the, the places of um, worship grow, the, all of the things that bring a community, the, the civic organizations grow, um, and it's just a positive
1: spiral. A hundred percent, it's really interesting. If you think about it like a tree that's planted into the ground as a very, very small tree, but that tree is watered, it gets enough light, and the tree is planted straight. You know that tree is going to grow up to become a beautiful, strong tree, not one that's on an angle that falls over with the wind. And with entrepreneurship in communities, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that build that strong tree in their community, and they become a very important part of that community as it grows. And that's very, very exciting. And I know that you're a big believer in that. I'd like to stay, Shelly, with you just for a minute because something that's very interesting about the Singleton Foundation is that you believe in stories. You know, when I was a kid, we would we I don't even think we had calculators when I was a kid, but but we would do math and they would try and teach us some 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 math, but there was really nothing about finances, there was nothing about entrepreneurship, but the way you teach is very unique because you believe in teaching personal stories that connect with people emotionally, Shelley. So where did you come up with that sort of idea of how to create this wonderful platform that comes across in that type of way?
2: You know, it's interesting when we looked at the, the, the problem initially, we discovered that there was a lot of information available, um, but we saw that people weren't really engaging with it in the way that we'd hoped. And we started, we did some research with the Global Financial Literacy Center, Literacy Excellence Center at George Washington University. And we learned that not only did people worry that this information might be boring or complicated, but also that that there's a taboo about talking about money culturally. And we really wanted to break that taboo. And we thought about, well, how do we get people to talk about this topic that's really as basic in your life as the kind of food you eat or the kind of exercise you do, um, or how your family operates. And so we we started thinking about it and we brought in a lot of entertainment people who were experts at storytelling. So people that come from companies like DreamWorks and BBC um, and, and NBC, and universal and we put them together with a lot of creative um, storytellers and directors and had them start thinking about like, what are the questions that they have in their minds? What kinds of problems do they wanna solve? What do they care about? Um, And and started putting those ideas together um, and thought if we could get people to just talk about it and also see people like them or people that they could relate to, um, that they could start to ask those questions and develop that curiosity themselves.
1: I love it. It makes all the sense in the world. And that's why your platform is so amazing because it really connects with people on the level that not only should they be connected with, but they want to be connected with. And Noah, let's let's bounce back to Noah just for a minute because something that I've been thinking about is that, You believe that traditional finance advice, and I guess traditional is like old time finance advice, the kind of finance advice that I got when I was growing up, it's no longer relevant. In other words, you know, Gen Z and the millennials, they have different life events that are non-sequential like my life events were when I was growing up. So maybe you could talk about that a little bit, Noah.
0: Yeah, I think, these days, you know, you you can have a Gen Z that is, you know, making $500,000 a year selling shoes online. And so for him, the advice is going to be very different from the traditional advice that they give, you know, first you get a job, then you get married, then you buy a house, and then you retire. And so it's just, that's not how it's happening anymore for Gen Z and for millennials for a long time. Um, You know, the, the running joke is that, where, uh, you know, we're just eating avocado toast and that's why millennials are broke, which is like not at all what's happening. And so um, I, I think by us sharing these stories on our channel, we, we can, te- you know, connect with the, our audience and then after that deliver the, the resources because, you know, like Shelly said, there's a lot of information out there, but what we're really trying to do is curate this information and, and, and so that people can guide them to the right information too.
1: That makes all the sense in the world. Another show that you have is called American Paycheck. And I think this is a wonderful idea because, you know, you hit the road across America. You're discovering how millennials make their money, what makes them tick, what they do with their money, and then how they cope with adverse financial situations. So, Noah, tell us a little bit more about American Paycheck. And by the way, if you know the guy or gal, of course, that's making $500,000 a year selling shoes send them my way cuz i want to talk to them and get his sec- or her secrets okay
0: we actually do know someone so i'll be sure to connect with you after um so so yeah american paycheck is is one of our another one of our popular shows and it's just you know especially in the age of the gig economy um it's another reason why entrepreneurship is another uh one of our branches because everyone's become an entrepreneur in this, in this economy, you know, to make ends meet you, even if you're just driving Uber, you are an entrepreneur. And so that's really what American paycheck is showing.
1: I love it. And it's really interesting. Again, as part of the platform, this is a free platform. It's absolutely unbelievable. So Ryan, let's talk about how you feel about stumbling blocks because we have a lot of younger entrepreneurs that watch the show and they're watching this show and they're saying to themselves, wow, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Ryan, Noah, of course, Shelley, and, and you know, they're at the top of their game, but I'm, I've am i got a startup or I'm trying to start something and I'm hitting stumbling blocks and I'm hitting roadblocks and I'm hitting potholes and, you know, maybe I'm getting a little discouraged, but Ryan, maybe you can look into the camera and talk to those younger entrepreneurs and tell them why, you know, they're about to become what they want to become if they just keep pushing forward and, and push through these hard times.
3: Absolutely. And what, what they need to to believe about themselves, like, yes, they, they can do it. Um, they're not alone, it's possible, and, and to not give up. The average age of a successful startup founder is about 45. Um, and a lot of these people have done four or five companies. If you have a product or a business that gets off the ground and going and then doesn't quite work out, it's not a failure, at least not in that sense of the word. Every time you go through one of these experiences, you're you're gaining incredible traction in your life. You're getting this knowledge. You're learning how to innovate. There's big companies like IBM who will even look uh, for startups that didn't quite pan out and they'll hire the entire team because the people who went through the process, these typically young people who went and launched something, they behave so differently because they've learned the game. So what I would say to these young people is it's not that you don't believe um, that you can't do something amazing, most people have that heart, that passion are looking for that moment of permission to do something great. It's learning to stop believing the other stuff that you can't do it. Or there are these challenges you can't overcome, or if it all fails, um, it's over. It's, it's not a finite thing. So like the big thing is like, man, go out there, do something. You don't know the end point. And that's... That's this game. And that's why we always teach. Again, it's the mindset. It's learning to change. It's learning to be creative. Uh, That's what we want to give uh, with with these new stories, with these narratives. We're trying to get people to see that in themselves and their community. Uh, It's a wonderful game to play.
1: I love it, Ryan. I have an additional follow-up question for you, Ryan. You know, when I think about growing up as an entrepreneur, I always tried to find mentors. And mentorship is very important. How do you feel about mentorship for entrepreneurship? How important is that on sort of your list of things uh, that entrepreneurs should do to, to help them uh, succeed? It, it's everything. It's
3: what we, we talk about. There's this massive transition in wealth that's happening right now. The largest transition of wealth in human history, and that's monetarily. But really, it's the transition of the knowledge, the mindset, the culture, it's its that, that handshake. That I think is a bigger missing element than the money um, because where did the money come from? It came from the generations before who had figured out these ideas, who had figured out the story. So for all the young people who are desperately needing that mentor, wishing they had that connection, so much of it is as simple as an ask. Uh, it's it's simple as taking those first few steps. And as you go, uh, being aware of the people around you and constant looking up for that. And and the language of finding a mentor often isn't just asking, it's it's doing. Um, so as you go, as you keep doing things, as you keep putting stuff out there, I um, you know our suspicion, our belief is that that people see that and people want to help. Um, So at the foundation, we're working with a lot of excellent partners who, again, as people are getting inspired and going and moving, we're hoping to be able to connect them to these great communities that have wonderful mentors, advisors, others who have gone down the road before who can help the next generation know what steps to take.
1: That's awesome. And that's great advice for all the entrepreneurs watching the show from the entrepreneur's entrepreneur himself. Now, Shelly, you mentioned that you're able to bring a lot of celebrities on and a lot of people that are interested in helping with this uh, financial and uh, literacy and this entrepreneurial uh, spirit that you bring from the Singleton Foundation. I know one of your shows is called Adulting with Richard Sherman. It's a great name and he's an NFL superstar. I used to watch him with Seattle. Now he's, I think, with San Francisco and he breaks down what he calls the money playbook. So Shelly, how have you been able to attract so many sort of VIPs and celebrities to the Singleton Foundation?
2: You know, we've gone out and talked to people and found people that care about this cause. And there are so many people out there that genuinely want to bring this information to their communities. Um, And we asked, and he so generously said yes. And she was willing to share his story and and bring his knowledge and the things he's learned um, to the audience. And we found that When you ask people to do something that they genuinely care about, they'll very often say yes and do more than you ever imagined.
1: I love it, I love it. You ask and you shall receive. And when people talk to you, Shelly, and your team, I hat to you because they know that you are all into this 100%. And this is about making a difference in the world in a positive way another one of your shows by the way that i have to bring up that i love the the name of the show and i love what it's all about i wish they had it when i was younger and i'm probably going to tune into it even as i'm older it's called george goes everywhere now how far can you get on a hundred dollars i love this idea so noah how did you come up with this idea and what's that what's that show all about
0: yeah, so that's uh, one of our talent is uh, George, and he's just uh, traveling across the country um, on $100 and just showing that you don't need um, to have a lot of money to get out there and explore the world.
1: I love it. So 100 bucks goes a long way. Watch the show. You'll get some great ideas, and it will get you thinking. So I know, Shelly, that your team is super busy. I know that we've only cut out a certain amount of time, Ryan, you're amazing. Noah, congratulations on everything that you guys are doing at the foundation. I know Shelly and the entire team must be very proud of you to be on the team. Uh, Shelly, I wanted to close it out a little bit with you. I wanted to talk about what you're doing in communities maybe that need this the most. In other words, we know that there's certain communities that really need to increase their income and their understanding of entrepreneurship, perhaps more than some other communities out there. So so really, no one knows how to budget better than someone that's living paycheck to paycheck or working two or three jobs. They really get this whole thing. So maybe you could talk about that a little bit, Shelly, and how the Singleton Foundation uh, helps those people in their communities and in the communities that you serve?
2: So we we help in a number of ways, and some we do ourselves through the reach of our channel, which is free and available to everyone else as as are all of our programs. And the other way is we work with a number of fabulous partners. Um, So we work with organizations like Jumpstarts that work with teachers throughout the United States and the Council for Economic Education and Nifty that teaches high school students about entrepreneurship. And um, there's so many that reach into different communities. Uh, We're working with United Way in Tucson um, who are bringing these programs in And a lot of times the programs are incorporated into the work that they're doing. So there's uh, another partner is CARE who's, um, they teach about uh, staying out of credit card debt and they're run by um, the bankruptcy courts. And so they incorporate our materials into their materials where they're reaching these communities and providing um, assistance and education And so there's a lot of different ways. This is a big thing in our country, and it's not something that anybody can solve alone. And in the same way we need community to start businesses and to help us grow our businesses, we need everyone to help us solve these large problems. So we want to work together. And, you know, the more the merrier. Everybody has different strengths and brings different opportunities to the table. And we like to see how we can... Make one and one equal twelve.
1: <laughs> I love it, and you're doing just that, and the foundation is doing incredible work, Shelley. I wanted to thank you so much for bringing Noah and Ryan on the show today. You know they're 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 inspirational. They've got that that salt and pepper about them where they're very, very passionate about about helping other people. and it comes through on the screen. And Shelly, you must be very proud of them as well as your entire team at the Singleton Foundation. So Shelley, on behalf of all the viewers and everybody watching, and of course, the people at the Entrepreneur Spotlight Series at .com Magazine, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show today.
2: Well, Andy, thank you so much for the opportunity. We're so happy to get to share our story. Um, and we, we hope that everyone out there goes out and solves some problems.